Rodriguez, CBS News. Do you need help in your home? A1 Home Care is a locally owned and operated home care service. We offer personal care, homemaker duties, respite, and nurse visits. You can also have a family member perform your care through consumer directed services. Call our office today at 358 7755 in Bon Terre for a free consultation. We are the heart of home care in the heartland. Call A1 Home Care in Bon Terre at 573 358 7755. Building or remodeling and need new glass shower doors or mirrors? A touch of glass shower doors or more in Bon Terre have been installing custom shower doors since 2010, such as frameless, rain glass, angled shower doors, and much more. Give a touch of glass a call today at 573-358-7228 for a free in-home estimate. That's a touch of glass shower doors and more in Bon Terre, 573-358-7228. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now the start on AM 1240 KFMO. Good morning to you. Welcome to our program. And wow, hmm, I just saw a headline that made me go, yeah, they they are on the right track probably. And uh, we should probably do that too. <laughs> What am I talking about? Well, uh, here's a story from CBS News. Um, it seems like a great idea. Teaching teenagers how to use state-of-the-art military weaponry. <laughs> I don't know if that's a real good idea. Uh, that's what Russia is going to try. They are so desperate for soldiers. Uh, they're doing something similar to what the uh, Nazi regime did under Hitler when they started to crumble and fall apart. They started picking on the kids to be soldiers. And uh, apparently Russia is going to do this by making operating weapon-mounted military drones part of the high school curriculum there. It's all part of the more Soviet-style military, uh, military training curriculum for kids in Russia. Problems helping drive the change are the lost thousands of soldiers they've lost in the ongoing war with Ukraine. So, Gee, that would say a lot about the shape of the military in Russia if they have to start using kids now somehow to back up the adult soldiers. Uh, just not a good, uh, wow, not a good thing. We're uh, looking at a full program today. Remember, we have a special interview coming up. I want to be sure to point to uh, for you at, I think it's 7.20 we're going to run that, and it would be the uh, report from... Our weather service friends with National Weather Service about this uh, heat that we're having right now. And that'll be, let's see, uh, no, we actually, oh, here's the deal. We actually have Donovan Kleinberg coming in at 720. He'll be here in just a little bit uh, to uh, help us understand what this heat is all about as far as how we take care of ourselves, if we have to deal with it, and of course we will. So uh, Donovan Kleinberg will be here about 7.20 for that. We also have the Missouri Department of Transportation today and the uh, Mineral Area Elks Report. I think all of those things are reflected in our what I call cheat sheets. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, they are. So uh, we're going to get to this uh, report, too, with Marshall Failer was going to have that around this time, but we'll move that a little bit to about 8.20 for us this morning. Uh, here on the radio. We'll have plenty of weather coverage 
And we also have this story we just picked up a few minutes ago about a fatality, a pedestrian fatality, last night at uh, Highway 67 at Parkway Drive at Park Hills. We'll have what information we have at this point coming up in our newscast, which is on the way from KFMO. Stay tuned. Come hang out with your friends at Hub's Pub and Grill in Potosi. Hub's offers great lunch and dinner items and daily specials from sandwiches, steaks, fish, salad, or wings. They have something you'll love. Stop by for lunch or dinner or just come hang out and watch the game. Let the good times roll at Hub's Pub and Grill on West High Street in Potosi. Check them out on Facebook or online at hubspubandgrill.com. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart. Think Car Smart, where buying a car isn't rocket science. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Tuesday, August 22nd, and it's 10 minutes after 7 o'clock. In our newscast, we're going to hear about school being underway in the Central School District. We'll have information on the heat dome that we're under. And a Park Hills man, 47-year-old Brent E. Tinsley, is dead after being struck by an unknown vehicle as he was walking along Highway 67 just south of Parkway Drive at Park Hills. The accident took place last night at 11 o'clock. Highway Patrol reports show the vehicle left the scene after striking Tinsley. There's no description of the vehicle to give. He was pronounced dead a few moments later. If you have any information about the incident, you're asked to call the Highway Patrol or your local law enforcement officials. And stay tuned to KFMO B104 News for more information as it becomes available. With an excessive heat warning producing a triple-digit heat index for the next few days, officials with the National Weather Service say a high-pressure static heat dome is causing temperatures to be above normal. National Weather Service meteorologist Marshall Failer says humidity readings are a factor as well. And that's combined with um, just a lot of moisture in the air to uh, provide some really hot heat index values we've been seeing each day. And that looks to persist through at least Thursday and possibly into Friday. So not only are we seeing really hot conditions each day, but it's also a fairly extended stretch of time we're anticipating that to persist. Failer also says we can expect average highs of 95 to 102 with heat index readings as high as 112 or more. According to Failer, if you don't have to be outside in the heat, stay indoors and be sure any animals you have outside are properly cared for with plenty of water and shade. Well, school is underway in the parkland and officials with the Central School District at Park Hills have been preparing. The assistant superintendent at the district, Mike Harlow, says... Lately, enrollment has been steady. An area where we have such a transient population that because we're so close to Farmington, North County, Bismarck, West County. So kids kind of jump around a little bit uh, from school to school at times. But no, we've stayed pretty solid in terms of kids K-12. According to Harlow, the district has about 2,000 to 2,100 students during the school year.
That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Tuesday, August 22nd, 7:12 is the time. And here's a quick check of the weather forecast for you at 12 after at 12:40. Looks like we have, of course, the excessive heat warning in effect until 10 o'clock Thursday night. Other than that. There's a bit of fog out there this morning, mist. It's uh, just sticky, 77 degrees. Today, look for mostly sunny skies, a high of 95. A heat index value could be up to 110 degrees. Stick around. We have sports next with Jared Pettis here at KFMO. Also, check our website kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis. On the local side, our high school football season preview segments wrap up today with the Hillsborough Hawks, our 12th out of the 12 football teams. The Hillsborough Hawks are ready to get back to the state playoffs after last season's district championship, and they're returning a starting quarterback in Preston Brown, who was a junior this year, and many thought played like a senior last season in his sophomore year. Along with Preston Brown, many of the skill spots on the offensive side have have starters from last season's team returning, and head coach Bill Saharski likes where the offense is at after last season's success. A lot of production coming back on the offensive side of the ball, which is, is good to see. You know, we had, had a lot of success on that side of the ball last year, uh, which I was really pleased with because last year we went in the season having to replace four out of five guys on the offensive line. So for our kids that have stepped up last year, uh, they've gotten a lot better. I thought they played really well in our, our scrimmage we had at the end of July against the uh, Fox, St. Clair, and Rolla, and those, those guys up front have continued to get better, and, and you know, at the end of the day, it's all cliche, but it's hard to be a good football team if you're not good in the trenches. Uh, those guys have done a really good job the last two years for us uh, going into this year offensively. Although the Hawks are looking good on the offensive side of the ball, Saharski adds his team will need to grow defensively this season. We lost uh, eight starters on that side of the ball. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, Austin Romain was a two-way player for us, and uh, his ability at linebacker, uh, we got to find, you know, five people step up. To say you're going to replace that uh, level of a player is hard. You just got to find kids that are, you know, going to rally to the football ball and, and collectively uh, kind of replace uh, what Austin was able to bring uh, to the table. You know, we'll, we'll slide Peyton Brown into the middle there. Peyton played alongside Austin uh, and kind of let him be in charge of the defense. Peyton's a really, really good football player. Had a really good year as a linebacker at our Sam spot last year. Uh, so replacing that, uh, you know, we have talented kids coming up. Uh, it's just getting those guys varsity reps. You know, we lost our, our whole D-line uh, but the guys coming up are also talented kids. With the many offensive returners, what goal does the team have in mind for the upcoming campaign? That starts Friday. The guys we got coming back are our senior class. That you know, they they kind of felt a game got away from them at St. Mary's last year. So their goal is definitely to to make it past that level. So you know, that was a quarterfinal game last year. So they want to they want to go further than that. That's their uh, number one goal uh, that they stated in the off season. And, and I told them, I said, you know, uh, you have to if that's the goal, you got you have to work hard because they. I know uh, we lost some some talented kids that helped us get there last year in our in our group of seniors, but we, we do have a, a, a good solid group coming back. And if those guys work, and like I said earlier on, the, the health of the kids is important, and keeping those guys healthy will hopefully provide us that opportunity again to put ourselves in that position to, to play in the in a district championship and hopefully move on from there. Hillsboro begins the season at home against Sykeston in Week One, and then Week Two they travel to Cape Central to battle the Tigers before returning home in Week Three to host Fort Zumwalt West and we see Hillsborough in week four when they're at Bonterre against the North County Raiders and they stay on the road at Festus in week five. Then the Hawks return home for two in week six and seven. They host Windsor and DeSoto and wrap up the season with two road games at Cardinal Ritter in week eight and against Poplar Bluff on the road to wrap up the year October 20th, Friday night.
One thing to note high school football-wise locally, the week one matchup between the Central Rebels and Poplar Bluff Mules has been pushed back an hour. It'll now kick off Friday at 8 due to the extreme heat conditions the area is dealing with. No update yet if our broadcast game, North County at Farmington, will have a delayed start. As of now, that one still begins at 7 o'clock with pregame coverage at 6.30. You can hear it on AM 1240 KFMO. KFMO Sports will keep you up to date with any new information as it becomes available. Again, you can hear North County at Farmington on KFMO, the KFMO app, kfmosports.com, and we'll also have live video as well on the website. Another Mineral Area College season is upon us, and with that, season three of the Car Smart Mac Minutes. This weekend, Mac Sports, the Volleyball Lady Cardinals begin the season on the road this weekend, and the Soccer Cardinals began the season with two games this past weekend. We'll start at the Bob as the Volleyball Ladies prepare for the Chattanooga State Community College Tournament, where they get four games in two days, Friday and Saturday. Mac battles Sneed State and Bevel State Friday at 1 and 6, then Calhoun Community College and Wallace State on Saturday, back-to-back at 11 a.m. and noon. The Lady Cardinals home opener is next Wednesday against St. Louis. On the soccer side, the men's team picked up two wins in the weekend season opener. On Saturday, a 3-1 victory over Itawamba, followed by a 5-0 clean sheet over South Suburban College Sunday. Both of those played in Park Hills. Mac is at Westminster College this weekend and begin their conference schedule at State Fair next Wednesday. If you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart, where buying a car isn't rocket science. Go to thinkcarsmart.com. From the Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals begin a three-game series in Pittsburgh Monday night. Left-handed pitcher Drew Rahm made his Major League debut on the hill for the Redbirds. Unfortunately, it didn't go his way, and Mike Reeves has more. Joshua Palacios homered and drove in five to lead the Pirates to an 11-1 win over the Cardinals in the first game of a three-game series in Pittsburgh. The Pirates out-hit the Redbirds 16-5. The lone St. Louis run came on the 10th homer of the season by Andrew Kisner. The winning pitcher in relief is Bailey Falter. He's now 1-7. He gave up one run on three hits, walked two, and struck out eight over six innings. The losing pitcher in his major league debut is Drew Rahm. He went three and two-third innings, gave up eight runs, six earned, walked four, and struck out four. I'm Mike Reeves. Mike thanks. Rahm says he was nervous but excited during his debut. Nervous but excited. Um, Overall, I just wanted to go out there and kind of just pitch to my game. And I think I kind of let the game speed up a little bit on me, especially in that first inning. And then felt good in that second inning. But then the same thing happened in that third inning, just kind of sped up on me. What did Cards manager Oliver Mormol see from Drew Rahm Monday night? His stuff is actually better than what the line was. Um, when you look at that first inning, he easily could have been out of that inning a lot earlier, forced him to throw some extra pitches there. Um, didn't command the baseball as well as he wanted to or as well as we needed. Wasn't landing the off speed, uh, so I had to use the force him a little more than uh, than usual. But I mean, overall, I feel like uh, his stuff could play. The Cardinals and Pirates continue the series this evening at PNC Park in Pittsburgh. Adam Wainwright is making the start, still two wins shy of career win 200. Coverage on B104.3 begins at 5:10 with first pitch at 6:05. NFL: The Kansas City Chiefs are at home to wrap up the preseason this Saturday against the Cleveland Browns. Coverage on KFMO begins with pregame at 11 o'clock, kickoff at high noon. The Chiefs begin the regular
regular season at home September 7th against the Detroit Lions on KFMO. NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers are a week and a half out from week one of the college football season. They'll host South Dakota, but Tigers head coach Eli Drinkwitz says he and his staff still have decisions to make. Still got a lot of work to do. Um, you know, uh, got some some position battles left. Um, still trying to figure out who our punter is going to be, um, and, and got several other battles that'll go into really the end of this week, and then we'll start preparing uh, for South Dakota. The Tigers open the season at home next Thursday, August 31st. Major League Soccer St. Louis City SC travels to Orlando this Saturday night to face off against Orlando City. St. Louis's Tim Parker on the possibility the team gets a little bit healthier soon. Competition is good. It's it's a uh... It's not a bad problem to have when you look at the end of the year and you're getting guys healthy and you're talking about possibly getting to full strength with 10 games left, you know, so um, it's a good it's a good problem to have. I think there's worse problems to have from this league. City has been without Klaus since April. And the NASCAR Cup Series is at Daytona International Speedway Saturday night for the Coke Zero Sugar 400, the final race before the NASCAR playoffs begin. We'll have coverage Saturday starting at 5 after the Chiefs with the Green Flag starting the race at 6 on AM 1240 KFMO. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. RK Tire takes pride in keeping their customers satisfied and driving safely with a wide variety of new and used tires. Have you checked your tread lately? Concerned about your finances? No problem. RK offers quick and easy financing with a no hassle, no credit check process, along with a great selection of new and used tires. RK offers quality automotive services located at the intersection of 8 UNO and Potosi. That's 573 438 8473. 573 438 Gifford Lumber Company of Farmington has been supplying homeowners and builders with tools, lumber, hardware, and the advice they need to tackle any project since 1950. Giffords offers inexpensive delivery, estimate on house blueprints and decks, and specializes in fencing and decking and composite decking materials. Giffords also has Traeger grills, pellets, spices, and rubs. Hometown proud and ready to help. Gifford Lumber Company on Potosi Street in Farmington, serving the area for more than 70 years. Wings, seafood, soups, and sandwiches. Whatever you're craving, you'll find it at Lady Dias Shamrock Restaurant, located right off of Highway 67 in Rosner Road in Bark Hills. There's something on the menu for everyone, from burgers and fries to steaks, pasta, and seafood to great starters and so much more. Plus, get 90-cent wings all day, every day. Lady Dias Shamrock, located right off of Highway 67 on Rosner Road in Bark Hills, open Wednesday and Thursday at 4 p.m., Friday and Saturday from noon to 9 p.m., and Sundays from noon to 6 p.m. For the best in local dirt track racing, come out to the St. Francis County Raceway. With races every Saturday, St. Francis County Raceway has all the adrenaline-charged action you can handle. St. Francis County Raceway is located right behind Hefner's at the fairgrounds exit off Highway 67 in Farmington. Tickets are available at the gate. For more info, visit sfcraceway.com. That's sfcraceway.com. It's the start on KFMO AM 1240. I promised you an interview with... Donovan Kleinberg of the uh, St. Francis County Health Center, and by golly, we have him here. Hi, Donovan. How are you? Doing good, Mike. How are you this morning? Oh, great. I'm, I'm cooler. I'm inside. So. Definitely. Hey, you know, I, I don't know about you, but about, uh, it was about 4.30 this morning. I got outside and just checked, see how it felt. It didn't feel as sticky or close this morning as it did yesterday, but it was still, you know. 
it was still unpleasant. When I stepped out of yeah. the door yesterday morning to go to work, I was like, well, okay, is it already noon? <laughs> it, it was horrible. Felt like it. And something weird yesterday evening, I, I don't know if you noticed yesterday afternoon, probably everybody noticed it, it looked like smoke in the air. Just, exactly. Just that was. Haze. It was just that much water condensing. And, you know, basically the air is, you know, the hotter air gets, the more water it can hold. And that, I mean, our air was very hot yesterday, and it was holding a lot of water so much that you could see it in the air. Yeah, that was, uh, my son was down at my house yesterday, and he didn't know what it was. He said, oh, I thought that was smoke. <laughs> no. Exactly. Yeah, it, it looked like it. It really Basically did. fog, but very uncomfortable fog. Mm, yeah. <laughs> We're not in London, but we've got some fog of that kind. And I think that's supposed to continue into tonight and, you know, in the morning and stuff like that. But uh, so uh, this is serious heat, isn't it? Yes, it is. The National Weather Service has us under an excessive heat warning until Thursday night. And basically what that means is temperatures are going to reach dangerous levels, you know, especially with the humidity. So, yeah, and the humidity plays such a big part of that. Uh, just to show you how serious this is, I, I know... I don't know if you're like me. I, I think, okay, I got I have something to do outside. I'll dress properly. I'll do this and that. And then I stop and I tell myself, don't take it lightly, you know, because I almost get to the point where I'm doing that. But uh, I, from things you've told me and, and things I've heard others say about how to handle yourself outside, I can do a little bit when I have to, and I kind of know my limitations. I think that's a big part of it. But uh, in our family, we had an incident in Jacksonville, Florida, over the weekend where uh, we had to have a relative put on a ventilator because of heat stroke. Yeah, it sneaks up on you, and that's the danger with heat-related illness. It's not something showy like, you know, fireworks or alcohol or a car crash or anything like that. It is an emergency that creeps up on a person who's just trying to do their chores or their yard work or even basic errands. Yeah, that's the thing. It seems to creep in there. Uh, what are some of the factors that we could look at? One of the biggest ones is age. The very young, those three and younger, they are not big enough to regulate their body temperature. And those right. who are basically, your elderly who are over 60, those by that point, you're starting to age. Your body is, you might be showing its age in other ways, but it also does not regulate your body temperature as well. And also, you might not feel how hot you're getting until it's too late because you've lost, your senses are a bit number than they used to be. They aren't as sharp. Mm -hmm. Thanks a lot, Donovan. I'm 65. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the exception to the rule. That's why I'm able to bounce oh, off that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, uh, seriously, though, uh, I feel that. I do. I can tell. You know, I, I get out there and I push my mower around and I gauge myself as I'm going. And sometimes I can feel kind of uh, it's not really pain but it's a little extra hurt in the upper part of the body yeah and that yeah. is one of the first signs of heat illness heat cramps mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. those are what those are and that is when your body's starting to lose water your muscles need a lot of water when you're working out or doing hard work and once you start to run out of it they'll start sending signals to your body saying hey mm -hmm. not only are you running out of water you're thirsty you're now starting to hurt that's your first real warning sign that you gotta pay attention to you've got to listen to that Boy, exactly I, I felt a little bit of that just creeping on and i thought man i, I you know the grass can wait i pushed a more off the side went in the house and um, i'm just glad i did you know because you have to be able to stop at the right time you don't want to go too far exactly so what can we do if we have to go outside? Well, if you have to go outside, first of all, prepare. You know, as as you said at the very start, wear some light, not, wear proper clothing, light colored clothing that's loose fitting. Wear a hat to shade your face. It isn't a cure all, but it will help you stay out there longer. Another thing you can do, of course, is drink tons of water. Drink plenty of it. You know, if you start sweating, if you, you know, as 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 my mom always said, if you feel thirsty, you're already you already need water. So drink even more during hot weather like that, so that way you're you're able to keep yourself stocked on water. Because most heat related illnesses are based off the, your body literally running out of water. Mm -hmm. 
cool itself with. And you have to watch out and be careful because some of the drinks people say to drink have sugar in them. Mm -hmm. And that's not really good for you if you're going to be outside and doing some kind of work of some sort to drink a drink that has sugar in it. Exactly, like sodas or, you know, some people need to cool off a nice cool beer. That might be good if you're just resting around. Mm -hmm. If you're doing hard work, you know, nice cool water is a good thing. And also sports drinks like Gatorade or any other sorts of drinks like that have electrolytes that will also get lost in your sweat. That will help as well. So if you need to stay cool doing work, drink water or some sort of sports drink like that. If we feel like maybe we've been out too long, what are some of the signs we should look for in our body? Yeah, as, as we said earlier, heat cramps are one of the first things that comes up, but those can slip by you, especially if you're already doing work that might make you hurt or if you're just so focused on the work you aren't going to notice. Once you start feeling nausea, you start feeling dizzy, you start getting a headache, those are signs that you're advancing into heat exhaustion. That is basically your body starting to give you more, basically starting to begin to shut down. It's like, I'm really not, I'm feeling sick now. Mm -hmm. If you feel legitimately ill, stop the work you're doing, go, into, go inside, or if you can't, in shade, get water, rest. And if symptoms get worse, be ready to call in the emergency services. And nobody wants to call emergency services. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I had them show up at my house the other day. They had the wrong address. <laughs> oh, boy, emergency services. Those guys and gals are great, though. When they, uh, but you don't want to call them for something like this. You can avoid this simply by following some of these tips. Uh, I liked what you called a hat the last time you were here portable shade exactly bring it with you you know or an umbrella too if you're out with the kids or something and they and you, they want to be outside or you want to get them out off the couch stop playing video games a little while bring a shade or if you have it a pop-up tent or something so that way they can still play and not be directly exposed to that sun mm -hmm. are there any other tips or uh, angles on this that we need to know about yeah when you know since we're under an excessive heat warning that basically means that the humidity is so high that at least in especially in direct sun sweat alone isn't going to be enough to cool you down and you could still have a increase in body temperature that can cause you to suffer heat stroke heat exhaustion or heat stroke so in temperatures like this until thursday be extra careful and just take breaks and get in the shade or get in the ac because out in the sun your body it might very literally be unable to cool itself down in temperatures and humidities like this and if you're sitting there thinking as ah, hot but so what uh, my question to donovan to illustrate uh, how hot it is would be have you heard uh, i i if anybody's not doing work outside because of the heat, I have heard plenty of people. They or they put it off until it's basically almost dark. Mm -hmm. Every you know, construction workers they were out. You know, of course they start their days early, but the, I haven't seen them out in the middle of the day. I've noticed that there's some people that are just go. You know, there's some department stores that are pulling their people, their outside garden workers in during mm -hmm. the day, so that way you know, because of course it's, they're liable if they keep their people outside. And if, if the if the big corporations are pulling people aside. That's typically a good sign you should be inside, too, because yeah. if they, if anything, they're, they're very sensitive about their bottom line. They're going to pull stuff in before it gets really dangerous. Mm -hmm. True, true. I, I hadn't seen some crews out working that I was seeing out working, and mm -hmm. I thought, boy, that, that really uh, hits home there when you see exactly. that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here, Donovan. I'm about out of time to talk about the heat, but uh, we'll do some more of that news here in just a second. Well, happy to be here, Mike. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks a lot for coming in. That's Donovan Kleinberg. He's with the St. Francis County Health Center here talking about the weather, the heat, how you can stay safe, and things you need to know. So stay tuned for more things you need to know as we have news next on KFMO.
It's time to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and finding all those receipts you put in the shoebox last year. Not to mention dealing with all the new tax laws. Getting frustrated yet? Try crunching this number. 573-701-0112. Ginger at Taylor Tax and Consulting can guide you through tax questions and get the maximum deductions and help you understand any new tax laws. Personalized service and a free one-hour consultation to get you started. Taylor Tax and Consulting, 23 South Franklin in Farmington. Call Ginger today. 573-701-0112. River Rapids Water Park in St. Genevieve is now open. Soak up the fun in the sun this summer by zipping down the water slides, swim in the lap pool, or float by in the lazy river while the kids splish and splash in the kids' zone. River Rapids Water Park has daily admissions and season rates available and is open daily from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Follow River Rapids Water Park on social media or online at riverrapidswaterpark.com for more information. Soak up the fun at River Rapids Water Park in St. Genevieve. Weather is sponsored by Park Hill Chevrolet. The Chevy Summer Drive event is going on now at Park Hills Chevrolet. Save big on in-stock Chevrolet Silverado 1500s and your savings get even bigger when you trade your 2009 or newer vehicle on select Silverado 1500 models. Take advantage of huge savings and available 1.9% APR financing with approved credit from GM Financial during the Chevy Summer Drive event going on now at Park Hills Chevrolet. Chevrolet, find new roads. We should see partly to mostly sunny skies today. Our high this afternoon right around 95, a heat index approaching 112. A little bit of patchy fog tonight, mid-70s, and then partly to mostly sunny, low 100s Wednesday. Thursday, a bounty of sunshine. Our high will be just over 100, low 100s again Friday, and then noticeably cooler for this weekend highs in the 80s. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center. I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Tuesday, August 22nd, and the time is 7.32. Now, in this newscast, we're going to hear about an after-work social with the Park Hills Lettington Chamber. We'll find out more about the new school year and how the Highway Patrol is urging you to be cautious and watch out for school buses and other uh, vehicles and children as you uh, drive to work in the morning and home in the evening. And a Park Hills man, 47-year-old Brent E. Tinsley, is dead after being struck by an unknown vehicle as he was walking along Highway 67 south of Parkway Drive at Park Hills last night at 11 o'clock. Highway Patrol reports show the vehicle left the scene after striking Tinsley. He was pronounced dead a few moments later. If you have any information about the incident, you're asked to call the Highway Patrol or your local law enforcement officials. And stay tuned to KFMOB 104 News for more information as it becomes available. As the school year begins throughout the parkland, officials with the Highway Patrol urge you to be cautious. Watch out for school buses, children walking to school, and young drivers. The patrol's Corporal Dallas Thompson says don't let distractions cause problems behind the wheel. People traveling might be in a hurry and driving too fast, so be a defensive driver. Drive for yourself and the other people on the roadway around you. Pay attention, eliminate those distractions. Thompson also says the patrol will once again this year make their special golf cart drunk driving simulator available to school districts for special demonstrations as well as other safe driving materials. Organizers with the Park Hills Lettington Chamber of Commerce will hold an after work social event at the Brick House Social in Lettington Wednesday 
August 30th from 5 to 7 p.m. The executive director of the chamber, Tammy Coleman, says that event is open to the public. There will be some appetizers and some drinks and adult drinks available if anybody's interested in those. And then, of course, lots and lots of games, duck pin bowling, axe throwing, laser tag, all kinds of really fun things. So we invite anyone to come and join us open house style from 5 to 7 p.m. on August 30th. For more information on the event, visit phlcoc.net and click on the Events tab. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Tuesday, August 22nd, the time 736. Stay tuned. Sports is next from KFMO with Jared Pettis. And check the website. Don't forget, it's kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis. On the local side, our high school football season preview segments wrap up today with the Hillsboro Hawks, our 12th out of the 12 football teams. The Hillsboro Hawks are ready to get back to the state playoffs after last season's district championship. And they're returning a starting quarterback in Preston Brown, who was a junior this year, and many thought played like a senior last season in his sophomore year. Along with Preston Brown, many Many of the skill spots on the offensive side have starters from last season's team returning, and head coach Bill Saharski likes where the offense is at after last season's success. A lot of production coming back on the offensive side of the ball, which is, is good to see. You know, we had, had a lot of success on that side of the ball last year, uh, which I was really pleased with because last year we went in the season having to replace four out of five guys on the offensive line. So for our kids that stepped up last year, uh, they've gotten a lot better. I thought they played really well in our, our scrimmage we had at the end of July against uh, Fox, St. Clair, and Rolla, and those, those guys up front have continued to get better and, and you know at the end of the day it's all cliche but it's hard to be a good football team if you're not good in the trenches uh, those guys that have done a really good job the last two years for us uh, going into this year offensively although the hawks are looking good on the offensive side of the ball saharski adds his team will need to grow defensively this season we lost uh, eight starters on that side of the ball uh, obviously uh, you know austin romaine was a two-way player for us and uh, his ability at linebacker uh, we got to find you know five people step up to say you're going to replace that uh, level of a player is hard you just got to find kids that are, you know, going to rally to the football and, and collectively uh, kind of replace uh, what Austin was able to bring uh, to the table. You know, we'll, we'll slide Peyton Brown into the middle there. Peyton played alongside Austin uh, and kind of let him be in charge of the defense. Peyton's a really, really good football player. Had a really good year as a linebacker at our Sam spot last year. Uh, so replacing that, uh, you know, we have talented kids coming up. Uh, it's just getting those guys varsity reps. You know, we lost our, our whole D-line uh but the guys coming up are also talented kids. With the many offensive returners, what goal does the team have in mind for the upcoming campaign that starts Friday? The guys we got coming back are our senior class. That you know, they, they kind of felt a, a game got away from them at St. Mary's last year. So their goal is definitely to to make it past that level. So you know, that was a quarterfinal game last year. So they want to they want to go further than that. That's their uh, number one goal uh, that they stated in the off season. And, and I told them, I said, you know, uh, you have to if that's the goal, you got you have to work hard because they know uh, we lost some some talented kids that helped us get there last year in our in our group of seniors but we, we do have a, a, a good solid group coming back and if those guys work and like I said early on that the health of the kids is important and keeping those guys healthy will hopefully provide us that opportunity again to put ourselves in that position to, to play in the in a district championship and hopefully move on from there. Hillsborough begins the season at home against Sykeston in week one and then week two they travel to Cape Central to battle the Tigers before returning home in week three to host Fort Zumwalt West 
West, and we see Hillsborough in week four when they're at Bonterre against the North County Raiders, and they stay on the road at Festus in week five. Then the Hawks return home for two in week six and seven. They host Windsor and DeSoto and wrap up the season with two road games at Cardinal Ritter in week eight and against Poplar Bluff on the road to wrap up the year October 20th, Friday night. One thing to note high school football-wise locally, the week one matchup between the Central Rebels and Poplar Bluff Mules has been pushed back an hour. It'll now kick off Friday at 8 due to the extreme heat conditions the area is dealing with. No update yet if our broadcast game, North County at Farmington, will have a delayed start. As of now, that one still begins at 7 o'clock with pregame coverage at 6.30. You can hear it on AM 1240 KFMO. KFMO Sports will keep you up to date with any new information as it becomes available. Again, you can hear North County at Farmington on KFMO, the KFMO app, kfmosports.com, and we'll also have live video as well on the website. Another Mineral Area College season is upon us, and with that, season three of the Car Smart Mac Minutes. This weekend, Mac Sports, the Volleyball Lady Cardinals begin the season on the road this weekend, and the Soccer Cardinals began the season with two games this past weekend. We'll start at the Bob as the Volleyball Ladies prepare for the Chattanooga State Community College Tournament, where they get four games in two days, Friday and Saturday. Mac battles Sneed State and Bevel State Friday at 1 and 6, then Calhoun Community College and Wallace State on Saturday, back-to-back -back at 11 a.m. and noon. The Lady Cardinals home opener is next Wednesday against St. Louis. On the soccer side, the men's team picked up two wins in the weekend season opener. On Saturday, a 3-1 victory over Itawamba, followed by a 5-0 clean sheet over South Suburban College Sunday. Both of those played in Park Hills. Mac is at Westminster College this weekend and begin their conference schedule at State Fair next Wednesday. If you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart, where buying a car isn't rocket science. Go to thinkcarsmart.com. From the Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals began a three-game series in Pittsburgh Monday night. Left-handed pitcher Drew Rahm made his Major League debut on the hill for the Redbirds. Unfortunately, it didn't go his way, and Mike Reeves has more. Joshua Palacios homered and drove in five to lead the Pirates to an 11-1 win over the Cardinals in the first game of a three-game series in Pittsburgh. The Pirates outhit the Redbirds 16-5. The lone St. Louis run came on the 10th homer of the season by Andrew Kisner. The winning pitcher in relief is Bailey Falter. He's now 1-7. He gave up one run on three hits, walked two, and struck out eight over six innings. The losing pitcher in his major league debut is Drew Rahm. He went three and two-third innings, gave up eight runs, six earned, walked four, and struck out four. I'm Mike Reeves. Mike thanks. Rahm says he was nervous but excited during his debut. Nervous but excited. Um, overall, I just wanted to go out there and kind of just pitch to my game. And I think I kind of let the game speed up a little bit on me, especially in that first inning, and then felt good in that second inning. But then the same thing happened in that third inning, just kind of sped up on me. What did Cards manager Oliver Marmol see from Drew Rahm Monday night? His stuff is actually better than what the line was. Um, when you look at that first inning, he easily could have been out of that inning a lot earlier, forced him to throw some extra pitches there. Um, didn't command the baseball as well as he wanted to, or as well as we needed. Wasn't landing the off speed, uh, so I had to use the force him a little more than uh, 
than usual, but I mean, overall, I feel like uh, his stuff could play. The Cardinals and Pirates continue the series this evening at PNC Park in Pittsburgh. Adam Wainwright is making the start, still two wins shy of career win 200. Coverage on B104.3 begins at 510 with first pitch at 605. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs are at home to wrap up the preseason this Saturday against the Cleveland Browns. Coverage on KFMO begins with pregame at 11 o'clock, kickoff at high noon. The Chiefs begin the regular season at home September 7th against the Detroit Lions on KFMO. NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers are a week and a half out from week one of the college football season. They'll host South Dakota, but Tigers head coach Eli Drinkwitz says he and his staff still have decisions to make. Still got a lot of work to do. Um, you know, uh, got some some position battles left. Um, still trying to figure out who our punter is going to be um, and, and got several other battles that will go into really the end of this week and then we'll start preparing uh, for South Dakota. The Tigers open the season at home next Thursday, August 31st. Major League Soccer St. Louis City SC travels to Orlando this Saturday night to face off against Orlando City. St. Louis's Tim Parker on the possibility the team gets a little bit healthier soon. Competition is good. It's it's a uh... It's not a bad problem to have when you look at the end of the year and you're getting guys healthy and you're talking about possibly getting to full strength with 10 games left, you know, so um, it's a good it's a good problem to have. I think there's worse problems to have in this league. City has been without Klaus since April. And the NASCAR Cup Series is at Daytona International Speedway Saturday night for the Coke Zero Sugar 400, the final race before the NASCAR playoffs begin. We'll have coverage Saturday starting at 5 after the Chiefs with the Green Flag starting the race at 6 on AM 1240 KFMO. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. When you want a great meal, it's Colton Steakhouse in Farmington. Start with an appetizer like onion tanglers, Texas-sized cheese sticks, and so much more. On to the main course. Colton serves USDA hand-cut steaks along with ribs, chicken, salads, and delicious seafood. Don't forget, it wouldn't be Colton's without the peanuts. When you're on the run, call in or order online for carryout, lunch, or dinner. We know what is at stake. Colton Steakhouse, 1300 Maple Street in in Farmington. Missed any of the start? We have another special guest on the line with us. Well, now you can hear it anytime, anywhere. Send straight to your phone. Subscribe to The Start on AM 1240 KFMO podcast. You'll hear all the best The Start has to offer. Missouri 8th District United States Congressman Jason Smith. Even if you sleep in a little bit later. It's time for another Missouri State Legislative Report. Subscribe today to The Start from AM 1240 KFMO with Apple and Spotify podcasts. R&R Mobile Home Parts and Service LLC is the place to go for anything needed to repair your mobile home. From doors, windows and plumbing to skirting, roof coating and so much more, R&R Mobile Home Parts and Service LLC has what you need. Visit them today in Valley Mines at Highway 67 and Y or call R&R Mobile Home Parts and Service LLC at 636-937-9898. That's 636-937-9898. It's 746 at KFMO. Stick around. We have the Missouri Department of Transportation report. It's coming up soon on KFMO, but now we have the Career Connection. It's time now for your B104.3 and KFMO Career Connection. Heard twice daily to provide you with career opportunities. Proper Produce is accepting applications for production, warehouse, shipping, and receiving. Full-time and part-time day shift schedules are available with flex scheduling options. 
Applications are available in person at 925th Street in Park Hills, or you can submit a resume online on Indeed.com. The City of Farmington is accepting applications for an HR payroll specialist. $19 per hour with benefits package. Apply online at farmington-mo.gov slash job-postings or send resume or apply in person. Long Memorial Hall, 110 West Columbia Street in Farmington. The City of Farmington is accepting applications for a street maintenance worker. Typical duties include general repair and maintenance of streets and stormwater infrastructure and other duties. Apply online at farmington-mo.gov slash job-postings or send your resume or apply in person at Long Memorial Hall, 110 West Columbia Street in Farmington. The City of Farmington is seeking a motivated professional to provide vision and expertise in financial leadership and accounting supervision as the finance director. Interested candidates may apply online at farmington-mo.gov forward slash job dash postings or mail a resume or apply in person to Long Memorial Hall, 110 West Columbia Street, Farmington. If you are a business seeking employees and wish to be on during the Career Connection, contact our business office at 431-6350. For more information on Career Connection postings, go to kfmo.com or b104fm.com. Introducing the passion fruit infusion powered by Tropical Scoot Energy. Hi, Bart Vandevin here, owner of Scooter's Coffee in Farmington. Some sweet, some tart, this afternoon delight with intense Tropical flavors will send your taste buds for a ride. Mmm, so good. And it's only for a limited time. Scooter's Coffee in Farmington. There's just something special about Scooter's Coffee. Decide to not do drugs. I'm Jennifer Koshinka with Your Money Now. Two of Hollywood's most lucrative film franchises have fallen short at the box office this season, losing an estimated $100 million on their respective blockbuster films. Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 has amassed over $523 million internationally, while Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny has accrued $375 million, both big numbers when you're not acknowledging production and marketing costs. Variety reports the films are two of the most pricey in history, both costing about $300 million to make and at least $100 million to promote. Charles Schwab says it's preparing to reduce both its headcount and real estate footprint in a series of cost-cutting measures aimed at streamlining operations. The San Francisco-based brokerage giant says the moves are directly related to the integration of TD Ameritrade, which Schwab acquired in 2020. On Wall Street, features pointing to a higher open this morning. That's your money now. Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials like ham and beans or chicken and dumplings or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees such as their all-you-can-eat catfish, country fried steak, hand-cut ribeye steaks cooked just the way you like, or maybe you want a simple burger and fries. Or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. Dine in, call ahead, or hit the drive-thru. It's the Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. It's the start from KFMO AM 1240, Tuesday, August 22nd. That's our date, and it is time for the Missouri Department of Transportation Report with Chris Crocker, area engineer. He's in the studio with us. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm doing good. How you doing, Mike? Pretty good. Nice. Uh, uh, so far, not really hot, but it's going to get hot today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I'm kind of dreading it. So. Yeah. How are, your, <laughs> how are your crews doing out there? You have some out working, I guess. You know, we... Uh, we definitely get together in the mornings and we have a safety briefing and and here lately that the discussion has been the heat and and how to 
how to stay safe in the heat and drink plenty of water and, and if you get too hot just take a break but uh, the good thing about some of the, the work that we do you know the mowing along the highway uh, most of that can be completed inside a, a cabin with with air conditioning and then the trucks that are falling they do have air conditioning but the, the guys that I do feel sorry for are uh, like on Route 67 they're doing that paving south of Farmington they're uh, they're paving right next to 300 degree asphalt so it can be challenging uh, to stay cool but a lot of times they'll adjust their schedules to get more of that work completed earlier in the in during the day uh, versus the the hotter part of the day and then just like I said more more frequent breaks and uh, definitely a lot of water can you imagine working by that uh, asphalt I, I almost wonder what what is their attitude are they kind of I won't say used to it but you know, if you do it for a while, you you know you're going to be working around the heat. I can just see a guy turn around with a scraper going, what heat? <laughs> <laughs> well, know. they do get acclimated to it. Yeah, uh, to a certain degree, to I To a guess, certain yeah. degree, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the weeks like today, uh, this week that we're having, it's, it's really nearly impossible to get yeah. acclimated to something like that. So. It is. It's just hot, hot, hot. <laughs> it's going to stay that way through Thursday. So, anyway, uh, we wanted to talk about uh, some uh, projects that have been awarded through mm-hmm. the department. You've got some really great stuff going on. Yeah, we uh, just recently awarded a $7.5 million uh, contract to... Sorry, pay- that's my phone. <laughs> I was just glad it wasn't me. No. Um, to uh, Pace Construction Company for pavement improvements on the following routes. Uh, route in on uh, in Iron County. In Reynolds County, that would be over by the Johnson shut-ins area from Route 21 near Pilot Knob to Route 21 uh, near Lesterville, Missouri. And then Route TT from Route KK to Route 72 in Reynolds County. And then Route KK from 32 to 72 near Bunker, Missouri in Iron and Reynolds County. So those are pretty straightforward overlay projects, but be on the lookout for those probably next year. Uh, we'll start construction on those. I, I don't know about everybody else. I think we're all the same in this, but I love those overlays. When yeah. they're new, it's so much fun to drive on those things, you know. Uh, they're beautiful, and they just feel so good. And um, I guess it doesn't take too long for them to start turning color and everything. Yeah, so uh, that's well, oxidation is, mm-hmm. is what that is. and uh, But it probably takes... I'd say in the in the neighborhood of five years or so before it kind of starts to lose its uh, full color there. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, just really great when they're fresh. Yeah, isn't it? That and, is, and it, it what it really helps is our stripe. So mm-hmm. you can our our striping once the the paving's done and then our striping crews get out there and and put a fresh stripe on it. It really ties everything together, and it, and it looks good, and, and also functions really well. Mm-hmm. So what about project updates? You have some things already going on. Right. So for, for active projects that we have in St. Francis County, uh, we're still working on the bridge over Cohen Creek and Route O. Uh, the contractor right now, if, if you're driving through the area, it may not look like we're doing a whole lot, but we're kind of in a holding pattern right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the northbound driving lane, the contractor placed the uh, – the concrete at the joints and that has to cure out before they can do uh, finish the the work in that lane they're also working on uh, replacing some of the expansion devices on the northbound driving lane but hopefully in the next week or two they'll be done with the work in that 
uh, driving lane and then we're going to move the traffic control over so that they mm -hmm. can complete the work in the passing lane so it'll be the same setup just in the the passing lane versus the driving lane and that works anticipated to be very similar to the the work in the driving lane uh, should last around three to four weeks to get that done and then they'll be in and out uh, of that work in on uh, route 67 over Cohen Creek we also have a project in St. Genevieve County on Route 32 uh, at the I-55 interchange with Pace Construction. Mm -hmm. uh, right now they are doing some finish work on the widening necessary for the turn lanes on that project. Uh, very shortly they're going to be, I'd say within the next week or so, they're going to be installing temporary signals at that location so that they can get in and do some bridge rehabilitation on the bridge that goes over I-55. So they're going to be doing kind of the similar work that we've got going on here at Cone Creek. Mm -hmm. Going to be replacing expansion joints, installing a, a new barrier curb, and some deck repairs on that. Uh, they hope to have that work completed sometime in October. So you will have uh, a lane drop and temporary signals for quite a, quite a while in that area. So just expect routine delays with that uh, temporary mm -hmm. signal. And then we also have a paving job that I mentioned earlier that's right. probably my least favorite job to be on right now on Route 67. Uh, they're working in the northbound lane. Uh, they pretty well started from Fredericktown and had, had been moving north, and they're just about to Farmington. I saw them working. Actually, they may be already to Farmington yesterday. I saw them working at, around the J-turns mm -hmm. at about uh, probably 1 o'clock yesterday, so they may have finished up that. Once they're done with that work, they're going to hop on to the southbound lane and head the other direction. Go so, back to Frederick. Yep, go back to Fredericktown. So that'll be great. Oh yeah, and it and it really does ride uh, smooth. Magruder Contracting they did a, a great job uh, on that. It, it was a mill fill on the northbound lane, mm -hmm. and it it just like you said it rides really good. It looks fresh and nice. So hopefully, get a new stripe on there and uh, be done with that in the next couple of months. I see you have some information about uh, some car seat safety events <coughs> coming up through this uh, southeast district of ours. Uh, you know, that's something that we can't stress the importance of enough. A absolutely. To, to know proper car seat safety because you can really mess it up if you just think, oh, this is okay, and put the seat in there. Yeah, and it, and it, and it happens without you even really mm -hmm. knowing it. So uh, on average, about 46% of car seats that have been checked by NHTSA, the National Highway Safety and Traffic Association, mm -hmm. were installed incorrectly. Um, I know any parent is going to have their, their kid's best interest, and they're more than likely they think that they're doing it right. But oh, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. there's, there's, a, there's a method to it, and there's a process to it, and each car seat is unique. Uh, so... We do try to host events that, to teach parents the, the proper way to install a car seat so that if they are un, in, unfortunately in an accident or something like that, that it mm -hmm. can function well and everybody can walk away from that. So we are hosting an event uh, for the week of September 17th through the 23rd. It's going to be in several uh, areas throughout the Southeast District, but I've highlighted a couple that are kind of in the in the region. Mm -hmm. uh, the Perry County Health Department on September 18th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. They'll be hosting that at the Health Department in Cape Girardeau on September 23rd. The Fire Department will be hosting one from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. And then in Farmington on September 23rd, the the Fire Department will be hosting one. 
and there'll actually be a person that's certified at each event that uh, will help you install the car seat and they'll actually take it back out and they'll have you install it so that they they know that uh, you've installed it correctly and it and it they also kind of give you some information about other car seats and those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. It usually takes about 30 minutes or so to, if you're interested in something like that and you'd like to attend, it takes about 30 minutes to, to complete the install and Well, that's pretty and good. And, so, and, you know, I, I admit right now, I'm, I'm sure I don't know the proper way. It's been so long since Well, I it's had. been a while. My kids are eight and nine, and no. they're just getting out of uh, car seats. Uh, so the there's one of them still in the booster mm-hmm. seat, but... Uh, um, yeah, it's not like riding a bike. So. No, it's not. <laughs> and, and a lot of those changes that we do now were being instituted when I was a parent. So right. I, it was a change over a season there. Um, unfortunately, we're out of time, Chris, but okay. thanks so much for coming in today. We got everything covered, and I really appreciate you coming over. Absolutely. Glad to be here. That's Chris Crocker, area engineer with the Missouri Department of Transportation here on KFMO. It's 8 o'clock. AM 1240 KFMO, the Parkland's Freedom Leader. Park Hills, Deloge, Fredericktown. We the people.